Ah, well, um, before we kick off, man, um, let me just, uh, I don't know if we're getting the show or not, but let me, oh, you need some beer. I, why do you think I said we, fucking. I don't know, man, I, my mind's all over the place after all that. I had to do some fucking, you know, some thinking. And to think that the, uh, the transformer in the device uh, had a, an electron build-up to then ergo thus vis-a-vis turn it off and on again. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought to just turn it on and then... Or turn it off and then turn it off. Well, the desk, you can't turn off. You have to unplug it. There's no button for it, per se. That's why it costs you 120 bucks. It's the cheapest desk that money can buy. (laughs) Um, I I reckon even a second-hand one would be more expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A second-hand decent one would be more expensive. Uh, But I've had the left and right channel fail on it. Like, you know, this is episode 92. Maybe it's time for a new desk. So I might order one this week and... You know, uh, SSP's doing all right, so maybe. I should invest more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to you got to invest, man. Um, like I've got I've got the new computer. I've got the old computer now managing the pagey train, and I've got the new computer doing uh, the everything else. Yeah, the editing, and I, I think you know, out of I've almost paid it off in three edit jobs. So I'm really stoked with that. That's the quickest Fuck I've yeah, ever. Pa- man. That's the that's the quickest I've ever paid one. Oh off. yeah, that yeah. seems good. Yeah, man, I, I really think so. I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And, and as well, it's fortunate as well. You've got to be in the right place at the right time. Yes. Um, but the good thing is, if you're in the right place at the right time, make sure you've got the skills to, to deliver at that time. So, yeah, had some awesome clients, man. Awesome clients. Um, yeah? Mad. 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 Mm. Well, cheers, man. I know this is our um, last show for quite some time. Yes. Um. It's been good having you on the Pagey Train, man. I've really enjoyed our uh, episodes together. I think this is like our sixth episode or something like that. Together. I think it might be fifth. Fifth? Fifth yes. episode? Fifth. Maybe fifth that's going to broadcast. It's definitely our sixth episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one that we didn't broadcast out there. Maybe a bit later. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. i just got to try and see the screen here. Can I see it? Yeah, you're all right. Yes. Mine's way brighter. Um, I'll just darken it in post. Well, if you made it any brighter, you wouldn't be able to see because the glare off my head would just fuck everything. <laughs> well, man, I just I, I experienced the other side, the, the thing that you don't know, because uh, I've got like I'm literally the opposite of you. I've got like super long hair, yes. and um, I had it out before because I wanted to have it out for the show because normally you know the aesthetic I do is like you know the hair out sideways. Sometimes I do the ponytail, but I wanted to go. Oh, you know, the pager train's really back and yeah. I wanted to do the aesthetic, and it's fucking too hot, man. Um, it's way too hot. I am sweating, um, like something in a something. But I. <laughs> 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 that was pretty good. I, I was happy with that. Um, but yeah, man, we got we got um, strange announcements to do. I think we should just ju- jump straight into it. Um, uh, Mendoza's going on hiatus. Yeah. Um, you're leaving town. Yeah. Um, we're closing down the dank. Yeah, it's massive. Man. Massive move. So, um, yeah, big, like, man, I, I just, I must say, like, like, you're the best drummer I've ever worked with. I know. Um, oh, yeah, don't worry, that. I know, I know. Yeah, no, but you said that the other day. Yeah, I know, but I want to say it to, to people Everybody that have listened else. to our show, um, uh, and especially people that have listened to me and you banter. And um, talk shit. And talk absolute shit, so. A lot. Um, no, you're the best drummer I've ever worked with. I'm glad that you answered that ad, you know, 10 fucking years ago. <laughs> Do you know, it's actually been uh, two years to today when we released uh, The Bacon's Gone Bad. Really? The EP release? Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. That's a good statistic. Mm. That's a good damn EP, man. Uh, big shout out to Mackenzie, our producer on that. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, not only am I losing a drummer, man, I'm losing a, um, a, a, a friend that's local. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm fucking local. No, I'm lo- no but you're, lo- you're, you know, you're here. 
You're in the studio, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're a little bit local. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you can't just duck down for a podcast, is what I'm saying. I'm going to no. miss you. I'm going to miss you in the band. I'm going to miss you in the podcast. Well, there's, not, there's nothing to say. I can't. Yeah, that's well. You come down, you know, stuff like that. But I oh, know. I'm just saying. I'm going to miss you, bro. I'm going to yeah, miss course. you. And I Me just, too. yeah. And I, um, I've enjoyed our time together on the show. Enjoyed our time together in the bands and, um, and otherwise, man. Just fucking hanging out, man. Yeah. Um, you know, over the last ten years, uh, we've been in two bands together. Um, Alpha Degenerate And this one And uh, Mendoza um, For a garage band I think they're both pretty successful They've both yeah. Both been on Triple J Yep um, Both Played uh, Most venues In that Sydney can, yeah. at, at our level Yep um, You know We never got to do the arena show um, we, we come close to doing a festival once Yes um, But that, that fell over um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, uh, Frankie's Pizza, uh, Factory Theatre, um, of course the Valve Bar when it was open, man, some yep. good times. Did we do uh, uh, the Stag? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did the Stag a couple of times. Yeah. Um, we did it, uh, we haven't as done AD, it as... Yeah, 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 as we AD. As Mendoza. I don't think we've done a Mendoza gig there, actually. Yeah. It's been a bit hard. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. fucking premiers of <laughs> Australia. Well, it's not the premier's fault, man. It's COVID, man. You can't get around COVID. You can't get around it. Well, it's you, here. You could, it's here. but we'd all be dead anyway. Although I was watching a Simpsons clip today um, uh, where they were talking about, we need a we need a global crisis. And uh, it was, oh, yeah. it's totally foreshadowed what's going on not now, yeah. um, which was a bit eerie. I think the Simpsons does yeah, that, though. All the time. You know, yeah, it's a bit eerie, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been a hell of a journey, dude. Mm. Um, you know, uh, between us in the van, the uh, kids have arrived, marriages have happened. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, um, people have moved out of home. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to you, Jimmy. Big yeah, shout we out. love you, mate. We love you. We love you. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, <laughs> lots of things have happened, man, in yeah, 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, the Having the studio was, I think... Sometimes I relate it to having a man shed, you know? Yeah, definitely. Somewhere to go Mm. when you are pissed off with the world or feeling glum with the world or just want to hang out. Yeah. You know? I I definitely got that kind of value out of it. Definitely. Uh, um, Yeah, I think there was a a very good um, sort of um, mental health thing going on there um, without even realising it. We were just doing music. Yeah, but but it was a release. Yeah, side effect of it was, was, was really good. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of, totally going to miss the dank, but I think, you know, things, things start, things end. They do. They yeah. can't last forever. No, but being in two bands together, like uh, both the longest serving bands I've ever been in. Same. You know, um, yeah. Alpha Degenerate was four, five years. Yeah. And this has been six, seven years for Mendoza. That long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been epic, man. Uh, between the bands, I think we've written, you know, maybe f- forty songs, fifty songs, and we've yeah, probably performed yeah. about twenty of them. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't everything gets the stage, man. No, no, of course not. Well, what's what's some of the biggest highlights for you out of the Dank, man? What are the, what are, what are the what are the things that you liked about Mendoza, Alpha Degenerate, and the Dank? Just you guys. Mm. Yeah, and making music, obviously. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's not like 
because I've got to travel to get there. I've got to travel to get home. It's it's just, it was just playing music and being with you guys. Mm. That's what I liked about it. Everything else can get fucked. <laughs> Traveling to fucking playing shows. Yeah. I mean, it'd be all right if we... You're fucking bullshit, Rob. <laughs> no. Actually, I have to say, the best thing to come out of us being in a band is that. <laughs> is that saying? The fact that you're bullshit cunt. Yeah, that was hilarious. So yeah. just to let you guys in, um, uh, Rob had requested the um, moving a, I think it was a, a cymbal stand or something really simple. I think I think it was like a mic or something like that on the snare because the way they set, they, they don't play drums. They just set it up. Yeah. They don't know that it's going to get in the way. Mm. So obviously I asked that and you've gone and asked the sound guy to fix it. Yeah. And then he said, you're fucking bullshit cunt. Yeah, that's what he said to me. He yeah. goes, you're fucking bullshit, cunt. I'm like, And on. then for the rest of, like, I've never <laughs> let him forget at all, ever. At least once a month, I remind him, he's fucking bullshit. Oh, dude, I just wanted to move a mic on a, a pickup mic on a fucking drum But man. guess what? You're fucking bullshit. You're fucking bullshit for doing that. Yeah. No, that was at Herman's Bar. That was a Mendoza's first gig. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And then the following night, Francis broke his arm. Yeah, thanks, Francis. Awesome. <laughs> Big shout out, buddy. We yeah, love yeah. you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just open your eyes and even even get a torch in the dark. Oh, dude, that... you got to learn how to fall properly. Yeah. You're not falling properly. <laughs> Clearly, you're not falling yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just tuck and roll, man. Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah, so we took a year hiatus, but that year hiatus worked out because we all wrote music and then yeah. inter- you know, got um, Francis back into it and then we were gigging straight away, I think, as soon as he was ready to go. Yep. Um, I can't remember what our first show was. It might have been The Hideaway or something like that. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Was that nah. later? The Hideaway, that would have been... That was a Newtown gig, right? Yeah, yeah. With Mackenzie. No. When we played... Yeah, we played with Mackenzie and uh, that other band, Snake Eyes or whatever it was. No. Yeah. No, we played with Snake Eyes. It wasn't Mackenzie, though. It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't I Was Your Ghost. No. Nah. Yeah. You sure? We played... Yeah. You're telling me at we Herman's, played two gigs. At Herman's. We played with... We, you're telling me at Herman's Bar. Sorry. That, so, this is the first gig that we played with I Was Your Ghost at Herman's Bar. We played... I'm pretty sure. That's insane. I never knew that. <laughs> I never you knew that. You fucking organised it, dickhead. I, yeah, but I didn't... No, no. I didn't... I, no, that was a bill we hopped on. We didn't headline that night. That was a bill... Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we didn't headline, man. Uh, it was Whiskey Smile. Whiskey Smile headline. At Herman's Bar. At, at Herman's Bar, yeah, it was there. No, no, at the Hideaway. Didn't you say the Hideaway or Herman's Bar? No, no, but after that ah, was the yeah, Hideaway. The Herman's... Herman's Bar and the first gig back was the Hideaway. Are you sure? No, actually, our first gig back was the send-off for Whiskey Smile. Big shout-out to Gareth and the boys, actually. Um, that was They were a cool band that we played with no, for no, a No, no, but it wasn't. Yeah, because that, they the played night... at the Factory Theatre. He... Yeah, but the send-off... That was at the Factory Theatre. No, and then we no it was bar. at Herman's. No. Yes. Do you know where Herman's Bar is? It's like a hallway with a fucking drum kit in it. Do you remember? No. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the one down from the Manning Bar? Yeah. 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 That's where we sent off Whiskey Smile, man. Nah, man. Yeah. No way. No way. We sent off Whiskey Smile, um, at um the Factory Theatre. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Now I'm gonna look it up. I'll be able to look it up here. Fuck yep. it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pull it up online. I'll Guaranteed. get right fucking here, man. We're getting on the fucking facey. I'll pull it up. 
Hey, have you got a red button flicking, by the way? Are you, are you rolling? Yeah. Yeah, good. I'm just making sure. You fucking want to be. Oh, man, so much shit's going wrong. I'm not fucking about. <laughs> oh, here. here it is. Okay, if we go fucking events, man. Where is it? Events. Here we go. Here's the event. So that was our latest. Maximize event. it so I can see it. God damn it. Uh, here we go. There we go. Still no good. No, no, it's behind there. See, there's the Hermes Bar one. Yeah. No, 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 that's not Hermes Bar. Final show. Whiskey Smile. Let's have a look at that. What does it say? Final show. At the factory theatre. Suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck you. Final show was at the factory theatre. I know why too. I know. I know why I know that. Because at the back of the factory floor, right, there's a mirror. You you know the mirror yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people know about this mirror, but it's a kind of a rite of passage for bands in Sydney. Like once you, if you play the factory floor, it means if it means you're kind of in. You've gotten in. If you play the Crowbar or yeah. it used to be the Bald Face Stag, you're kind of in as well. Like if, if you play yeah. one of those two venues, you're kind of in the circuit. Yep. And um, a rite of passage is you put a there's a sticker that you put on a on a mirror. Yep. And you'll see about twenty bands that are on there, and two of our bands are on there. <laughs> both bands both mate. bands are on there man yeah, right. I want to I want, next time I go there I want to get a photograph I always regret getting not getting a photograph of it yeah. but I had um a, when a, a comedian friend of mine um, he was doing a show there and he um, took f uh, footage of it he goes man you guys are everywhere I'll go yeah. I'll explain the story I was explaining you like just it's a bit of a rite of passage for bands man to put your sticker on that on that mirror yeah, yep and uh, then he goes through the Macca's drive through <laughs> and there's one there <laughs> there's one there and that's the bloke that sent you the photo of that you sent to us? No, that was a different guy. Oh. <laughs> that was a different guy again. Right. Um, he goes, I keep seeing Mendoza everywhere. And we're like, well, don't forget to come All to right. a show, bro. So <laughs> what, was the first, show. what was the first show back? First show back? I'm pretty sure. Was a Herman... Oh, that, that was the first show back, I'm pretty sure. No, that was after... That Francis played that one and then broke his arm the next day. No, no, no. Because before that, it's not. We, it's not on that. Uh, I have to go look through it through the feed. To see how we're not. Oh no! Because we that's played. That's twenty seventeen. Uh, we played uh, Herman's Bar. Yeah, and then we played. And then he broke his arm. And then it was Snake Eyes and the Limited at in Penrith. What? Yeah, we played in Penrith, man. No, no. We did two shows in Penrith. We did. Listen. We did at, at uh, Tattersall. <laughs> when we played the Hideaway. Mm. What was the name of that band that we played with? That's the singer sounded like he was singing and screaming. He, he oh sang. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. I know the band you're talking about. It was Overshadowed. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was really hilarious, man, because he, he he um asked me where do I send the invoice to because he wanted to get paid, and it was a hideaway gig. Yeah. And I think our profit was twelve dollars. Yeah. So I said, well, you're. Our advertising costs minus that, I think we owe you about two bucks fifty. Yeah. And he goes, You can invoice me for that. He goes, Oh, I won't worry about it. I'm like, <laughs> Thanks for letting me keep the the twelve dollars, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Oh, it was not 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 picking on him too much. I think it was just a newer band. Yeah. And like um when you start out as a band, like we know what it's like, man, trying to get paid at a gig, especially pre like this era, like the last era, getting paid. Yeah, it could it could come to blows, man. Trying to get paid. Remember that guy tried it like um at um the Venom Bar. Remember that? For after you didn't, you don't remember that? Nah. We were in the basement. And we did that massive show. Nah. It was a packed house. One of the coolest shows we've done it was a packed house. Oh yeah. And um we were the headliner, 
and um, we packed the house and he, he goes, oh, when you've sold every, you know, because this is where the conversation started, he goes, you didn't really fill it, so I don't know if I should pay you. I said, man, you sold every ticket I saw. Yeah. Like, we, I have my people count. Like yeah. I, you know, well, my people, my wife, right? yeah. I had to count the people coming in here yeah. and I know how many people's in here. She's got a counter in her hand. Yeah. I know how many people are in here, mate. Yeah. We sold out. Yeah. You, you owe us money. Yeah. He goes, oh, just send me the invoice. Send me an invoice and uh, we'll do it over email. I said, nah, because um, this is before cashless payments, really. Yeah. You remember you, you know, to buy merch or to go to a show, cash. it was all cash. Yeah. And I said, no, there's, I, I equate that there is about $800 at the door and uh, you owe me six. Yeah. I'll, I'll just sit here and wait for it. You can count it out anytime yeah. you like. I'll wait here. Yeah. He's like, mm. and I remember he's been real huffy about it. And, um, uh, we passed each other in the hallway and both dropped shoulder. Like, <laughs> you know, it got dropped shoulder into each other. Fucking childish. It is, though. It, it is. fucking is childish, man. Because yeah. you drop shoulder and then you sit up at the bar and then, um, yeah, and clearly, like, everyone's left the bar and I'm still sitting there waiting, waiting for my payment. Yeah. And uh, because I've got to pay the other bands as well. Yeah. Right? And it's only a measly 600 bucks. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, it should be nothing. Tim is nothing, man, but he wanted to keep the 600 bucks. It's like, you didn't perform, any, you didn't sing anything, you didn't play anything, you didn't even run a desk. Well, yeah. you didn't even do that probably because we did that. Yeah. Like, we, 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 we like, you, you turned on, you, you pushed a power button on yeah. and you're expecting to keep our money. Fuck off. Yeah. So it used to be like that, but I noticed that it has changed, though. That has changed. Um, I don't know about other venues, the other sort of me medium venues, because we haven't played them in the last two years. I'm not sure about that. But um, when I've dealt with a the factory, they've always paid on time. Yeah. You send them an invoice, they'll pay it the next day. Yeah. Like, which is great. Yeah. One of the fastest paid invoices you'll ever get is from those guys. Um, and they'll work, and they'll totally itemise it out, man. Right? They'll, they'll say, well, this is what we, this is what we, pay, this is what you paid, this is what we paid. Yeah. And um, you know, here's the bar cost, here's this cost. Yeah. And and they'll actually show show on their um, invoice like um. Everything. Yeah, yeah, even they're um, in kind. So, yeah. well, I do that as well when I do invoices to people sometimes. Um, if I've discounted them, I show them the part that I discounted. I go, this is the part I did for you just because I enjoy your business. Yeah. I enjoy your company and I like you coming and working with us. Yeah. So, this is what I've done. This is the free bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I'll invoice you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'll invoice this you tomorrow. This is the free bit. This is the free bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it used to be really hard to get your money, man. It used to be the yeah. worst. The worst one was a bald face stag. That was they were actually worse. They were worse back then. They were so hard to get your money out of them. And they would photograph you. They would film you. Put it on their website. They would market Everything you. And get nothing. Yeah, they'd totally market you, and you'd get nothing. Yeah. And you'd have to fight for it, and then you'd have to pay for your own advertising costs. So they would, they would, you know what I mean? So like they they pretty much uh, get you to pay to advertise and then advertise themselves and then I looked into it they own the advertising firm that they that you had to go through to advertise so you know how they do the polls yeah yeah they own that <laughs> so they, they, they're very clever bags, yeah yeah, but you know, but like when I look, when you zoom out from it, it's business is business, man. And if you get like, there's always a buyer and seller in a situation. The problem with um, being an artist is you want to be an artist so bad, and everyone everyone knows that. Yeah. Like, yeah. so they'll just take advantage. They'll of just you. take advantage yeah. of you because they go, oh well, you 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 want to be in the spotlight, and that's that's worth something, right? Yeah. It's worth something other than money. It's yeah. worth your um your ego stroke. Yeah. How much is that worth? You're like, for different people, that's a different value. Um, but there's one percent of artists out there that are absolutely awesome. But then you look at things on Spotify, man, like things that uh, get preferenced. Yeah. You go, that's it's bit of bullshit going on there. <laughs> I call bullshit. I call shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. 
So if if Sony releases an artist that they've signed, always scores high. Yeah, always. Like it's if, always uh, advertise more. Yeah, that's right. And they've got an they've got a, a they an have arrangement. An arrangement. Yeah. Uh, if you're an independent artist on your own independent label, uh, you fucking forget it. Forget it. Yeah. But that used to work. See, this, this is interesting, man. Like, I, it, it, funny with um, Alpha Degenerate and Mendoza, because I was I, I was doing um, I was interviewing bands with Jimmy actually for this um, uh, show called Singer Songwriter Series. Yeah. Now I was shot at the Metro, and they had these bands, rappers, different people coming up, and we got to go and interview all these guys. And this is how the dank started, because I interviewed a bunch of guys, and they said, oh, "Where do you?" One of the questions you ask a band is, "Where do you practice? Do you do you, you know you know Zen of Scream, uh, not the Zenith Screaming, uh, Zenith, Zenith Studios. Remember Zen. in, in, in um, yeah, uh, in um, Paddington, not Paddington, Peterson, Petersham. Yeah, in Petersham Bridge used, Street. Yeah, we used to go there. And um, I don't think I'm in focus. Actually, I'm freaking out. That whole fucking time. Whole fucking time. I'm out of focus. Oh well. Anyway, um, may as well go on the show. Your <laughs> edges have always been blurred, Ross. <laughs> They get more and more blurry during COVID, man. I've got to stop drinking. Um, you know, figuratively and figuratively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, well, you yeah, asked this question. One of them said, no, we practice in the canards, man. I said, yeah. canards, how do you do that? Like, well, the sound would bounce around there. They go, no, we soundproofed it. It wasn't yeah. that hard. Yeah. So I said to Steve, man, let's got this it. idea, man, from this other band. Like, we calculate, because we remember how time we used to, yeah, yeah, definitely. every fortnight, man, would spend the fuel to go to whatever studio was available. If they were booked out, you had to go to another one, hour to set up, you're paying for that, hour yeah. to pack up, you're paying for that. Yeah. We worked out as a bit of a rip off. Well, not a rip off, it's just we found a cheap way to do it. And um, so that's how the date got started out yeah. of that. But I interviewed this other guy, and he was talking about um, selling, because this is when he used to sell CDs. Yeah. You know? CD sales were still happening. And I said, how do you get into JB Hi-Fi to sell your CDs, man? That's a that's an ama- amazing yeah, yeah, achievement. Definitely. Amazing achievement yeah, as an artist. A distributor. you got a distributor, right? And I go, who did you go through? Like, how did you get, so- would you get, you know, Sony to sign you? Or, you know, one of the, you know, Virgin, who, who signed you? He goes, oh, I'm unsigned, man. I'm, I run my own distribution company. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you, well, explain that. What do you mean? And then off camera lately, I got the TV bit. And off camera later, I was talking to him, man. I said, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, so you've set up the distribution network and then you've built a band to sell into that network. I'm going, he's gone, yeah, pretty much. Nice. Um, and then he goes, I earn more money off the distribution network than I, I do the band. <laughs> right? You go, man, that's mad. That's a mad idea. And that got me, that's what got me fired up about Maine the West. And I thought, yeah. interesting. Nowhere to sell your movies in Western Sydney. No one wants to, no one in no one in any other postcode wants to watch them. Yeah. And no one in Western Sydney wants to watch them. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a massive void there. Yeah. Huge void. All I've got to do is set up the network. So people can watch it. So people can watch it. And then I started thinking, well then, then how do you ser- and then I started to unpack that. How do you service that network? How do you create it? How what what spark lights it? Yeah. And then it's a really, a really amazing journey for me because then I realised it's all about fucking community, bro. Yeah. It's about getting everyone to where they need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about helping people. Yeah, that's right. And then you get, like, even talking about it now, I can feel myself firing up about it. Like, uh, that guy put a seat, oh, I can't even remember the dude's name, but I have to look it up. Um, he put a seed in my mind talking about distribution networks for selling CDs and then I extrapolated that idea and gone, film, man. Yeah. There's a void there. No yeah. one's doing that. Everyone, people are still making uh, short films, just but they, they can't put them anywhere because there's no platform for it. Well, they only get on YouTube. And, yeah. They only get on YouTube. 
And that, yeah. that's not in the the area where they live. It's kind of like being in a band and going, I'm playing in my lounge room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you're not on the pla- you're not on the platform like like you remember it was like when you started out as as a drummer, right? Yep. And the first time you played on stage, do you remember that? What was that like? No one was there. Yeah, but what was it like? No one was there. So you weren't happy. No one was there. So you weren't happy. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you another question then. Yeah. Because um, you've, you've stonewalled me on that one. Yeah. So the first time... First time you we, felt was, good as a musician on stage. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But it was pretty... Uh, nerve-wracking too at the same time because you know nerves and oh, adrenaline yeah. and all that shit but after we played it was mad it's mad and you want yeah. to do it again yeah and then you you've confirmed something that you've worked a really long time on right yeah, you think about good yeah how long did it yeah but how long did it take you to become a drummer dude like you didn't just pick up sticks and go oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, hard it, how hard can it be yeah you know same as a vocalist man you don't just hop in there and just start doing it yeah you gotta learn it yeah a lot to learn yeah so definitely. a lot to learn um and there comes a point where you have that confirmation like oh i'm fucking actually doing this man and i realized that, that filmmakers weren't getting that not yeah, getting right. that, they're not getting that confirmation experience yeah and that, and that confirmation ex- experience is being a performer in front of an audience yeah. and there's no bigger audience to perform in front of in for a filmmaker than a fucking cinema yeah that's true right that is the arena yeah that's right yeah and 100%. the and the only way that arena gets bigger is by the count of how many cinemas it's played in it doesn't matter what cinema it's played in it's the how many and where and uh that's that's what i realized that was missing and then that's how i figured it out yeah and I actually, uh, did I tell you how I haven't um, uh, named Made in the West? Because like, I named it, right? Do, you have, do I ever tell you how I named it? It's a weird Made story. Made in the West. Made in the West. Because I named it. Yeah, but fucking, it's pretty, pretty uh, self-explanatory when you think about it. When you think about it, though, but you, you've got to understand no, there was a journey that, that came about to, yeah. to name it that. And it was from a show that we had played. That's what I mean. There's a strange thing for me, a link between shows and Made in the West. Because I was always a promoter in a yeah. band getting um, performances on stage. Yeah. Dealing with the venue, dealing with the insurance, dealing with the advertising, dealing yeah. with the promotions, the marketing, and all of the bullshit in between. Yeah. And it's a very similar process in, in filmmaking. Yeah. Like you've got a venue, seats, um, you're trying to sell beer at that venue, trying to sell tickets at that venue. You know, yeah. It's the same thing, just yeah, different, yeah. different medium. Yep. And so I, I managed, being in bands for years and years and years, it was an easy step for me to make that. But uh, it was playing a show with Whiskey Smile. We were on one of their bills and it was called How the West Was Won. Remember the yeah. show? Yeah. I think it was at, um, it was a weird event. What venue was that? How the West Was Won. At Lewisham. Oh, yeah. It was at Lewisham, right? Yeah. How many times have we played that one? We yeah. played Lewisham more than anywhere. Yeah. They loved us there. Yeah. Because we should you know, show up with 100 people. That's why. Yeah. Well, they weren't our 100 people, but we'd show up with enough people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, was more, yeah. it was better when it was more than 100. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, we did a show there called How the West Was Won. And I was thinking, how do I make... Because the, problem, the other problem I faced with Made in the West was... There's a postcard, sti- uh, postcard, postcode stigmatism. Because if you say you're from Campbelltown in certain parts of town, you'd get looked at sideways. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you're from where? Yeah. Like, Penrith? Uh, all, right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get a bit of a snarl. They'll snarl at you a little yeah. bit. They'll be like, all right. 
Um, so there's a bit of postcode stigma there. And, and when and people going for jobs, if you're in Western Sydney, don't put your postcode on your resume. It's a big no-no. <laughs> don't let people know where you live. Yeah. Like, you know, that you want to be judged as a, prof- as a, as professional. a, a professional rather than uh, a postcode. Yeah. And I thought, how do you, how do you get around that? Is it still running? Yeah. Yeah, good. Is it doing something weird? The Not flash? as weird as I am. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> you just need to worry about it. You're looking weird. Um, no, I, um, uh, I thought, how do, you, how do you make people proud of something they're not proud of? It's true. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely, the, yeah. Because that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. How do you make people proud of something they're not proud of? Yeah. And I was walking through a, a store and I, um, I remember I, I, I saw, you know, the uh, Made in Australia tags? Yeah. It's got a little kangaroo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a triangle, it says Made in Australia. Yeah. And I thought, ah, that's interesting. I thought about that campaign. I thought Made in Australia is an interesting campaign because it means that, you know, that it's bringing jobs yeah. back to our shore, in our shorelines and and uh, you can guarantee that it was growing here, whatever it was. Growing, uh, sowing, whatever. Built. Built. Manufactured. Yes. Manufactured in Australia. And then, then Fabricated. A, and then they gave a, a, a being proud of being from Australia because this thing is from Australia and it's got quality. And there you go. And I thought, how the West was won, made in Australia, made in the West. Yeah. That's how it come together for me. I thought, that's how we do it. Because then if you call it made in the West, then you're just pointing to the stigmatism straight away. You're going, this thing's made in, the, it's made in Western Sydney. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. If you don't like it, it's for other reasons. Yeah. It's because it ain't because it ain't. It's not because it's made here. Yeah. That's not why. It's because you don't like the film. It's not because it's made here. Yeah. And even at, look, I was at a um um a film uh, last night uh, um here out west uh, with a lot of the um pre uh, previous winners of Made in the West. Oh yeah, you went yeah. The wife, the wife was telling me you went to the movies. Yeah, man, it was a really good movie. Really good movie. Um, big shout out to the the, the guys that made that. And um, even in some of the questions I heard in the audience, you could still hear the the optics towards Western Sydney yeah. b- blurred the wrong way. Because uh, some, some people, I don't believe, ask the right questions. Like, that's a question that is loaded for a different response that doesn't relate to the context of what this film represents. Yeah. And you're trying to shoehorn, like, they were trying to shoehorn, you know, um, you know different feminist ideas or different... Uh, racial ideas on, onto this film and, and then it's not it's it's a story of eight different people from eight different ethnic backgrounds yeah it's not a story you know th- there is comment of racism through it of, of course but it's more of a cross-section of what western sydney is it's more of a day in the life of with a bit of sensationalism right yeah and i and i thought what a, it was a beautiful movie man made, made me laugh made me cry right no. it was a great movie great movie yeah um and uh yeah i could still hear still hear remnants of that old watermark of that tidal wave of stigmatism washing away fucking bunch of gronks yeah but that's it but uh, look i tell you um the the stuff that we watch at may in the west these days yeah. holy shit yeah holy you shit you think nah no, no you not think, at all. You think that like uh, even watching it, you forget that it's made by someone who lives in Western Sydney. Mm, you totally do. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's still that blurred optics that I'm talking about. Yeah, because you don't still don't believe, even watching it, you still don't believe it. Yeah, and that's what that's what made in the West means. It's a mean. It's a, it's it's a deliberate tactic to erode that stigmatism. Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely a deliberate thing, and and I, and I hope people are proud of that. I hope people when they go, I was at Made in the West and my yeah. film was there. I hope they I hope they say that with pride, um, because they earned it. 
Yeah. Well, I, I entered main, I've entered Maiden West a few times now. And got nothing. And he runs it. He no, doesn't even get in it. No, I entered the film this year and I didn't get in. Yeah. I didn't because get in. Because you didn't I meet the requirements. I didn't, make, I didn't even make the first fucking round. Because you're shit. I didn't even make the first you're round. You're fucking bullshit, cunt. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm total <laughs> bullshit. Um, but, oh, no, look, I can't announce too much because when is this going to air? It's going to air. Oh, yeah, this is going to air after the announcements. So that we find out more as it's actually happening now. Yeah, right. Uh, the decision-making and all that's happening right now. So Yeah. Um, I don't actually know at the moment, but I know the... Oh, so did you enter another one? There's other ones that I'm a part of, yeah, that no, I don't no, know. No. I don't know the status of yet. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I know the, that my one that I directed, I know nah. the status of that. It's already rejected. <laughs> yeah, so... Didn't even make the first round, buddy. But I still... Buddy. I knew that was going to happen. I just entered just it anyway. Yeah. But, like, you just love the feeling of rejection. No, I think as well. I wanted to, I wanted to test the integrity of uh, the system as well. Yeah, right. Because I'm the boss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm the boss. Fair enough. I'm the boss. Like, Makes you, sense. Are they, are, are they going to cater to me, or are they going to be harsher on me? Oh, yeah. And Pretty much, uh, are they going to kiss my ass, or are they going to? Yeah, they're going to let me get away with it. Yeah, are they going to let me get away with it. The, but the lesson I learnt is that it doesn't matter. It, it 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 faces any film faces the same scrutiny as another. It doesn't matter who made it really doesn't matter the content as they as an old saying goes is king content is king yeah if you made a good movie um if you've got a you know an arm growing out of your face it, it doesn't matter as long as it's good as long as it's good and it meets the requirements no one, no one, no one gives a shit man no one gives a shit where you park at night no one gives a shit what color you are no one gives a shit what's between your legs man don't fucking matter it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter paramatter <laughs> yeah no yeah, that's why you didn't get in that's why i didn't get in because yeah. i've got poor dad jokes that's that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dad. Oh, we got a bit of time left. We've got heaps of time left. Oh, we're going to run out of time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but look, while well, I've got you on air again, though, I'll, uh, I'll do another... Oh, you're out of beer. Do you want another one? Yeah. You want another one? Get I didn't beer. come here to fuck spiders. <laughs> um, out of Alpha Degenerate and out of uh, Mendoza, what is, um, what is your biggest highlight playing shows? <laughs> biggest highlight yeah what was the coolest like you know music musical moment playing self-raising yeah yeah the first time we played that on stage yeah okay yeah that's got awesome lyrics man oh, I, like, fuck, I love the lyrics it just sounded awesome one of the best songs we ever wrote I was a big, sorry one of one of the one best of. sounding songs we ever wrote I, I liked uh, Jaded Insect I was a big fan of yeah. that yeah and uh I reckon uh, 60659. That's pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'd have to say that my favourite song out of all the songs... Liberate. No. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> I, w I would say it was when we wrote King for a Day. Yeah, writing that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because I remember that moment when we did that. We all had this aha moment. Yeah, it was like... Fuck yeah, it sounds rad. Yeah. And I think we... Because music is communication, right? Yeah. You, we, yeah. I remember looking at everyone and, like, everyone looking back and, like, just fucking ear-to-ear -ear smile. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, and I think there was this uh, 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 um, uh, bewilderment of, uh, fuck, we own this. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good song. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that moment. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me... I think uh, wearing a fur coat on stage was pretty cool. 
I came out. Remember, I came out in a fur yes, coat. That's I do. Hum- I remember that. Uh, it was the first time I went on stage with something sleeveless because when you're like, when you're up the front. Yeah. And it's probably the fattest I've been in my life <laughs> when I did that. So cool. Yeah. No, fuck <laughs> it. No, but that's, that's what it's about, man. It's about fuck it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What, like, Im- image does play a, a role in, in music. Uh, but ultimately... Um, fuck it. It's, yeah. The, the, the thing that's more appealing is the idea of fuck it. Like, I don't care. I don't care. You like this or you don't. Yeah. You're either onto it or you're not onto it. Yeah. You know? Get um, on it. But I, I think one of my favourite songs was uh, Only One. Only One's definitely one of my faves. Yeah. Uh, to sing. Um, uh, but collaboratively, yeah, I'd have to agree with Self Raising. Yeah. That was a really good song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love, yeah, but, and I love the lyrics to it. One of the lyrics in it to a By the By is um, I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. That is screamed, though. It's like, I am a delicate Flower. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, um, and you are uh, one of the best gigs. What is the best gig you did with Alpha Degenerate and Mendoza? One each. What was the best Alpha Degenerate gig you did? What was the best Mendoza gig you did? I don't think there was a good Alpha Degenerate. Like for me, I can't remember one that stands out. But you got There's to remember. There's heaps of them, though. Yeah, but we did you, so many shows. You got to remember. Fuck how long? I can't even remember what fucking I had for dinner three nights ago. <laughs> you want me to remember one of them? No, I think uh, the one that stands out the most for me is the one where the night before, uh, where my daughter was four years old. Oh. oh, four years, four days old. Four sorry. days old, yeah. And I, you know, and I you showed up to the show. Yeah, that and was then, uh, Herman's then, bar. Yeah, that was Mendoza's first gig. And no, no, because we were still with Matt. Were we? Yeah, that was the last show that we did as AD because <gasps> Matt left. That was at the Venom that, Bar. That's when he pulled the pin. That, that was the day. Venom Bar, yeah, yeah, which turned into that. Well, the Agen, Aaron Court, Agen Court, yeah, down in the basement there. So yeah. that's the one that stands out the most for me because it was fucking zero sleep daughter's four days old do this show because matt was having a fucking whinge and then he pulls the pin on the whole band with that said though best recorded show we ever did for after degenerate there you go uh and the best footage we ever got yeah that was really good footage the probably the best like the the most standout-ish mendoza show was the first time we played the factory floor only okay. because that's the biggest venue that I've ever played. Okay. Like, in the sense of venues. Like, I've done shows that have had a lot of people there. Mm. But... But you mean, like, status. credible credible yeah, um, uh, venues. Like, yeah. yeah, Factory Floor and Frankie's Pizza, I think. For me, Frankie's Pizza wasn't that much of a status. No? No. Oh, it's a good feather in the cap, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One uh, of the best gigs. We, they gave us a case of beer, a pizza, and they paid us the next day. Like, I don't even remember getting even one beer. Oh, well, I would have drank your beer. No <laughs> fucking doubt. <laughs> fucking prick. Yeah, that was an interesting gig. Uh, ex-guitarist, ex-girlfriend. Um, <laughs> show up, you know. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Well done. Thanks. Love Set you, buddy. Set that one up. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, he just didn't think three moves ahead. He only thought two. 
But anyway, that's another story. For another day. For another day. Yeah. And that day will come. <laughs> but um, when, when you have Matt King on the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Matty, reach out to me, mate. I'll put you on the show. Yeah. I'll help Not you promote. John show, I mean, on the show. Yeah. No. No. I'll help you promote your uh, band, uh, The War Within. I think it's called. The, oh, no. Yeah. War, what, the War Rages Within. I think it's called. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Are they? Are they still going? Yeah, I think so. He's a, he's the bass guitarist in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he was doing the uh, the hippie Death Star band. Thing, yeah, which he went to. I think he played in South Korea and shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it, isn't that with the band he was in now that no. he played in? So- no, oh. different band. Oh. Yeah, South Korea. Yeah, no, it was a different band. Yeah, um, no, wish you well, buddy. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think. I know I like the Frankie's gig, man, because they pull the curtains across, they pull the curtains out. To be honest, treat you like a rock star. To be honest, I hated it because that fucking toilet was atrocious. You oh, go in there, yeah. you go in there, and there's fucking midges flying around because it's so fucking mank. disgusting. It's mank. My it's beyond God. dank. It's mank. <laughs> How they passed the health code <laughs> inspection is beyond me. Well, they're not going to down now. So they should. Oh, you're so you're so sore about the Dunny man. What's wrong? It was a good gig. It was a good paid gig. Yeah, good gig. Paid, but when I take free a piss, beer, free when beer. I take, when I that I didn't get because you were driving and you don't you hardly ever drink at a show. You yeah. hardly ever drink at a show. Shut up. I don't think I've even like the last time I recall seeing you drunk at a show was um out, back in Alpha Degenerate days. Yeah, I don't drink. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I fucking got to keep time. <laughs> you know how hard it is to keep time when you're drunk? Man, it's the same, but the same like up the front. Like, I've listened to recordings of myself when I was absolutely tanked on stage, and I thought I had a really good show, and I listened yeah. back to it like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh, man. No. Um, the best shows I've ever performed were um, straight. somewhat straight. Yeah. I'll, I'll say somewhat. But there was that show I did on LSD that was pretty awesome. <laughs> what band was that with? Alpha Degenerate. Yeah, I can't remember it. Oh, I can barely remember it either. <laughs> I, 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 no, I had... Um, I, I, look, I... It, it, it wasn't. It was an accident. I didn't mean to be on LSD. It was a total accident. Um, oh yeah, I just tripped and fell and landed on some acid. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I, no, it was like um, I, I was working like three jobs at the time, and I was studying university full time. Yeah. And um, I'd been up for three days. Nice. Um, and I was, um, ready to crash. I yeah. just and I was so exhausted, and I had I, I knew I shouldn't have booked that show because I was so, I knew that I had a lot on, but I was so eager to do the show, and um, I was at Lewisham, and uh, this guy comes up to me in the audience. He goes, "Man, you look like shit, man." I go, "Yeah, <laughs> I feel like shit, man. I'm about to pass out. I've got to just I've got to find my dark seat and go scream into this microphone." And uh, he goes, "Well, um, try one of these." And I go, "What's that?" And he goes. Um, it's um, an e pill, right? So like ecstasy, make you, make you um, perk back up. Perk back up. I go, okay, why not? That should that should do the trick. I'll be on in half an hour. That should be working. That should wake me up, right? Because it's uh, um, um, what do you call it? An amphetamine. Yeah. So it keeps you awake. An upper. An upper. That was the word I was looking for. Yes. But it turns out that it wasn't ecstasy. <laughs> turns out it was like some of the most fullest blowing 
LSD you've ever had in your fucking life. Wow. So I start like I need. And I was on stage about three songs in. Yeah. And then something changed. <laughs> and because when you're on there, because you know what it's like, right? When you're up there, you can't see shit. No. You cannot see fucking shit. Yeah. All you can see is a black blackness and maybe some shadows of heads. And the, and the people around you, next to you. Yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah, and maybe peripherally on stage, yeah. but that's it. That's yeah. all you can see. You've got lights in your face. You can't see. And um, I noticed that the lights were like starting to melt and glow and change very frequently. I'm going... And I remember there was one thought there. I thought, no, this is not like an EDM thing, dude. What's the lighting guy fucking doing here? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, this is not a lighting guy problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is so beautiful, man. So beautiful up on the stage. I, mean, I just, just feel really, really good. <laughs> and then it kicked in. Yeah. And it flooded its wings. And I, I, I remember just focusing on my dark seat and performing. I go, Ross, all you got to do is... Because like, I remember having this panic on stage. Yeah. Because I, I was worried about forgetting the lyrics, forgetting timing, making us look like fucking that's, fools. That's why I don't drink. Yeah, I just I was so terrified of making us look like fools. And um, I get off stage and uh, Matt said to me, he goes, man, I've got to just say, that's one of the best shows I've ever heard you sing. Yeah. I said, man, I'm peaked on acid right now. And I remember the the look on his face of dis what would you call it disapproval, <laughs> the disapproval, and the look at it, he goes I oh, just because he never gave compliments on anything, yeah, anything, and he complimented me on a show because he was such a such a slave driver, which is good, you know, good and bad thing, yeah. Um, but he was such a slave driver and and um, you know so meticulous in his ways, and he, he and he, he mustered up the humility to give me a compliment. And, and my reply to him was, I have no idea what just happened. I'm just barely keeping it together. I'm on acid, bro. I just can't wait to get out of here. I don't want to be in this pub right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now you've got to go socialise and do that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, oh, the good old days. The good old days. I don't think I'll ever do LSD on stage ever again. Um, but never say never. Yeah. Uh, it's not something, not something I'd do. I'll be back. You're going to pee? Mm. Okay. Well, it means I'll roll it on. Wow, we're getting deep and intimate on the uh, pagey train. That's yeah. the way I like it. That's the way I want it. That's the way I need it. Oh, we stop breaking shit, man. Fuck. Fuck. Years old. Shut up. Jesus, how much time we got left? Yeah, we've got about a half hour left. So. Yeah, hey, kids. Welcome back to the uh, pagey train. Uh, I didn't do an intro, obviously, um, because I'm with Rob. And... Uh, you guys know who we're talking to. You know, you know who I am. You know who he is. And uh, yeah, I'm serious as a heart attack, man. I'm gonna miss that guy. Um, yeah, hanging out and hanging out in the show. It's it's been a hoot. I imagine I'll get him back at some stage. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, got to look to New Horizons. Uh, a vocalist available. Um, we're looking to set something up soon in the next year. Um, don't know if we'll do a studio again. Don't know uh, what kind of band. Don't even know anything. So that's the, I think that's the most exciting part about it um, when you're between bands. Um, for all you musicians out there, um, getting in and out of a band is some of the hardest things you'll ever do. Starting a band is really hard. Joining a band is really hard. Uh, band breaking up, whether it's a positive or negative thing, is really hard. Um, but um, and being out of a band if you are a hungry musician is really hard um, but um, yeah as the years have gone on I realise that um, 
Yeah, that's part of the juice, man. It's part of the chase. It's part of the hunt. Um, and I've I've had it so well for so long, um, being in you know two two pretty cool bands and having a studio that you don't have to worry about the the moment that you're not in a band because you're always in one. If you've got a studio, you're always in a fucking band, bro. I can Fuck. tell you that. It's killing me. Yeah. Um, don't let it kill you, Rum. You'll be alright. Yeah, I know. Bring that mic. Bring that mic closer to you, though. There you go. No, not that close. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was, just, I was just saying to our um, valuable uh, listeners and watchers out there about um, being between bands. Um, it's a good. Th- it, there is a good thing to it. You've got to go back into the chase and you've got to get hungry again. Um, there's the fear that you won't, especially at this this age. Yeah, I don't think I will. You don't think you'll do it? No. If I, if I do, it'll be coming back here. Yeah, okay. And working online. Uh possibly hmm. i'll work online with you yeah i know and um, we, we, we can we do <laughs> <laughs> fuck some others don't though mm. some others don't mm. but um yeah no i'm happy to work remotely man um well, we know guitarists out there that would might be keen to do it um but uh yeah i'll totally do that for me like i don't know i suppose that's interesting because we're talking about shows right yeah and the excitement of shows yeah but you know what for me it's not really exciting mm. it's more work uh, <laughs> work shows it's, are work yeah yeah shows so are work. it's work and it's anxiety and stress and like I don't, I don't know if it's I'm mistaking the adrenaline for anxiety or but it just fucking it's not really extremely fun leading up to it i love doing it but everything before and after is just shit out <laughs> i want someone else to fucking set it up and fucking pull it down oh and yeah just go there and play yeah no we need roadies man we never got to a roadie level no we never got to that level but um there's one thing that you said earlier that's uh, sort of triggered me about this idea and that was king for a day yeah that moment of figuring that out was amazing yeah and having and being in a room with um a, a whole bunch of other musicians doing that and writing that music yeah. was amazing yeah and that's why I, you know i throw it out there to work online because um for me the juice the real juice what i've learned in my older years is the music man because when you're younger there's there's a part of you that wants to be on stage you want to be um raise your profile especially yeah. as a front man you yeah can, it's just music yeah, but now I don't give a shit about the front man thing. I don't no. care about the, where the band is in profile. What I care I just about, want to make, make something that sounds good. Yeah, to I just us. yeah, I just want to do something that I like, yeah. and I want to you know, I want to be I, before you perform music, you got to write it. And I think the thing that I've been missing in my life of late uh, with COVID and everything is writing music. Definitely. Writing lyrics is something that I've like been hard up to do. Like, um, and you know, and you know, I've been. You know, blistering like a, um, a, a an old man in the background with Van Doza going, "Come on, man, just give me fucking something, something to work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I need something fucking hungry." Yeah. So, but COVID is a hard thing. That was a hard thing. But I, I, out of all of those lessons, out of lessons being on stage and uh, lessons that I've learnt writing music in the studio versus doing your homework and then bringing something to the studio, yeah. um, the juice is the music. Yeah. That's the real adrenaline. Yeah. That's the real opiate, is when the music you, when itself. When you get to put it all together and hear it as a whole. 
yeah, and 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 synchronizing that, and and synthesizing that, and and um, cutting bits away from it, going that bit don't work, cut that out. This yeah. bit works. Making decisions on music is yeah. is, is an adrenaline rush, yeah. and I think that that's what I that's what I really like. When yeah. you when you boil it all away, you tear it all away. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing that I want, and um, you can totally do that online. Totally do that and, and easily do a Spotify audience thing. Yes. Um, you know, and fucking why not? Yeah. We live in the future, man. I'm- we should just fucking pick up. We'll Never talk about mind. it later. Yes. <laughs> In case we, depends who's listening. Depends who's listening. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, we're probably going to get 40 views on uh, old YouTube there, maybe. I'll make it fucking... You make it 70? Maybe. <laughs> you give me 100? I'll, I'll, I'll share it seven times. You'll give me 500 on, 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 on Spotty, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, really? Usually, yeah, you usually give me about 500 on Spotty. Fuck nah. Yeah, man. You rank high, bro. going to miss you. You're oh. good. <laughs> You're fun. a fucking star, man. You even have fans that contact you, man. That was that fucking spun me out. Yeah, it's fucking spun me out too. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does this lady want? <laughs> I actually spoke to, uh, told Nelly about it oh, last yeah? night. Oh yeah, how'd she get all about that? So I was like, I'm just in conversation because I saw, I saw that her and a partner were dressed up as the characters from, uh, the Princess Bride. Okay. For Halloween? Yeah, yeah. I think it was for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Was it for, just for fun? I don't know. I uh, know Halloween just passed by, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they they posted photos on Insta that they were dressed up like that. Mm. And they, when I was a kid, that was my favourite movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I do like that movie. Yeah, same. Isn't that the one where it's got the line in it? Um, no, that's the Robin Hood one. He goes, but I talk with a British accent. It's not the same one. No. No. The one that we watched was as you wish as you wish that's it yeah, yeah. as you yeah. wish yeah. and she pushes him down the hill and it's a really big hill and he's like as you wish <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> yeah man no no but there's nothing stopping us rob like um you've as i said you've always been great to work with um and we just need a you know we just need other musicians involved that's all i'm, I'm sure we'll work that out yeah that's so, what it is yeah love is but that's what it is. Yeah. I need hungry people to work with, man. Yeah, that's right. But I run into it in, the, in film as well, man. Um, you get people that are, um, you know, a little bit hungry and then they're not hungry anymore. Yeah. Me, I'm always hungry. Like, here I am doing this, this you know, doing a fucking podcast, man, because I can't get enough of doing media. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, need to make yeah. shit all the time. Yeah. I need to be making music. I need to be writing He's movies. I don't know about that. I, like, I've been in... I go through the ebb and flow of calling myself Okay, that. so he's not an artist. He just likes the sound of his own fucking voice. I do. I do. Uh, anything involving a microphone. Yeah. Um, but... No, I've I, got a microphone. Well, actually, with that said, I, as an artist, um, in the last two years, is the highest paid I've ever been. So all of my... Uh, I, I've sold plenty of work doing yeah, what man. I do. Um, that, whether it's Foley, whether it's editing, whether it's filming, whether yeah. it's, you know, other, serv- uh, other, you know, media products, man. I've just been... Working around it. The- well, man, I mean, like, the last three weeks, man, I haven't stopped. Like, um, even now, like, this is the rest. I'm resting now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still I'm fucking still doing it. it. <laughs> still pumping it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I've had a really good time with that. And I, I'd like to, um, I'd like to have a good time with that, with music again as well. Yeah. And whether whether that's in a jam room or remotely. Yeah. But for me, this it's the same thing. Because when you do the remote thing, you listen back to it. Right. I'm going to have to fucking fly here. And press the fucking pause and chop and start button. No, no, no. We'll get it done. <laughs> I'll get I'll, I'll get someone to produce it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get someone to produce my yeah, voice but for they, me. They won't, they won't be me. No, no. But I'll get someone to do it. 
Yeah. I get someone. I always get someone. Yeah, who? Man, I've got like, this year I've had four interns. Five. Five interns. We'll get it done. That's right. Yeah, we'll get five. it done. We've got to... Five. And Mate. I do it myself straight away. No, well, I need a, always need a sound engineer person to help. Like, but yeah. but it's the same with the Foley man. I, like, if I had someone to help me do Foley, that'd be awesome. Where I had a sound engineer and I just did the Foley art. Yeah. But what I do at the moment is I have to do the um the the um. It's like this. Oh yeah, but I have to time it out. So yeah. when I push when I push space bars and and whatnot, um. What? You can use your watch now. Yes. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you just be like, I could, oh, I don't know if I could program. I probably could program it to do that. Yeah. I've done. I've got it doing all kinds of weird things now. Yeah. Like um, Macs are new. Macs are really awesome because you don't need to type your password in. You just if you've got a Mac watch, I've got everything that runs. The phone is like the remote brain, and my main machine now is the brain. Like it runs every. Like you wouldn't believe, man. Like how many computers yeah, have I got in here I on at the moment? I would. I've got one, two, three computers on here at the moment. They're all linked to on their own fucking thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm really stoked with that, like, how you can, like, just make it all one system. Yeah. Like, I can I can play this... I, I can program the Spotify through any set of speakers and then just run it through me watch, man. Yeah, And then I'd... while I'm doing work, I go... instead. You know how you... If you work... Like, I don't... Some people, when they're working, you might have to, like, command tab to go to your Spotify. Hit pause. I don't do that. I just... Pause. Right. What's nice. that sound like? Uh, I do like. I must say, I do like editing with um, visual only, because then I can listen to music as I do it. Yeah. And I get pumped up. Yeah. But I've got an arm injury that didn't help. Well, it didn't. The other guy, the, the guy, I couldn't spot. Like I had a. <laughs> <sighs> you know why? He was so. He was a nice you know guy. Why? He was a nice you know guy. Why? You why? know why? Why? Because it wasn't me. Ah. That's <laughs> why. Yeah. Well, you should. Yeah. Well. If you're no. Those up. No. We're not getting into this again. <laughs> Yeah, I no. am not moving to Penrith. You should Penrith's awesome? It's the town of adventure. That ship has fucking sailed. Yeah, well, um, that's fair enough though. Mm. Uh, no, but I had this guy in the gym. Like he was really nice, and and I was, you know, I was lifting heavy weights, and um, <laughs> he uh, he offered to spot me, but he dropped it. And yeah. I had to, I had to take load, but it hurt my shoulder. But I already had an injury before that because of the mouse. Because I, when I edit, like it looks, you've got the keyboard <laughs> here. I edit like that. Yeah. And because and it's, it's squashed your fucking squat. Yeah, it gets there. Yeah, it ends up there and right in my shoulder. And um, I think there was on the last three weeks. I think I did like oh, maybe 105 hours of editing. Fuck. It's an insane amount of work. Um, maybe four weeks. Maybe that's a bit over, over the top there, Roscoe. But it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah. um per day, and uh, yeah, you feel the the toll on your body. Yeah. From doing it, cause you're in the same position all day. All day. Yeah. So um, yeah, I had to get back into you know get back into the gym that sort of thing, and then I hurt my shoulder. And did you warm up? Yeah, totally, man. I was, I was, oh, yeah, I was no, mid. You, yeah, no, yeah. All right. I was Keep mid. Going. I was Keep mid. Going. I was mid. I was mid there. Yeah. And yeah, I edit that much. I actually have like, a, like a really bad mouse arm. Most, some most people have the mouse arm that way. Yeah. But I've got it like that way. Yeah. Because I do it sideways. I do that because you have the command key and you're like, you know, you've got to hot key it, hot key it all the way, baby. Hot keys. Yeah, hot keys is language, man. It fucking yeah. annoys me. Yeah. Browser searching, right? Because there's two types of editing technique. You can browser search it. Like, when you export, you can go to file, 
scroll down, export, export, share folder, enter, <laughs> right? Uh, or you can just go command D. Yeah. Right? It's fucking quicker. Yeah. Super quick. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, you can zoom out with a mouse. If you scroll and hold, you can yeah. zoom out. Yeah. Command minus. Yeah. Whole universe, command Z. No, sorry, shift Z. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a language. Yeah, yeah. And I actually thought about this as a sign language thing. If you took the keyboard and mouse away, doing this, and you could you could work that out as a language. And I thought, well, if you can work that as a language, then you can ease, ease, even your hands out. And if you, with a, I had this, I'm sure other people had this idea. You know, like the, not the Wii Fit, but, um, the, you know, the um, motion cameras that some. Connect. Connect. They have the motion cameras so they know yeah. where your body position is. Yeah. And I thought it was a crazy fucking idea. If you, you could do um, no touch editing. Yeah. So if you worked out the language, if you worked out the sign language that you create through hotkeys, you can then go just touching the air and yeah. fucking edit and then do it without. Fuck. Why don't you do that, son? Oh, that sounds very difficult. But I, thought, I think it's a great idea. I would totally do it. I totally would learn that new yeah. system to, because it would be even Patented. faster. Patented. I already do it fast. I can edit faster than I can talk, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So I can talk bullshit. fast. That's bullshit. You're fucking bullshit, cunt. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I can. I can definitely edit. Like, um, and, and a lot of editors go, that's fucking bullshit, man. I'm like, fucking come watch me, man. You want to, yeah. you, you want to, you like, I, I will boast about this about myself, man. I, when I'm behind a computer, it's like, for me, I look at it as Formula One fucking race car driving. I want to get this thing done as fast as possible without loss of quality. Yeah. Like, even this, like, uh, because I don't have a producer today, I'm going to have to edit this, right? Yeah. So this is this this podcast has gone for an hour and fourteen minutes so far, right? Yeah. It's going to take me 34, 37 minutes to edit it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Because I'm going to edit in double speed. Yeah. But then I import the imports ten, so yeah, it's about an hour edit. That's normally a two hour edit. Like I can, if you go file share. No, no, LL. So what I do is I set up a multicam. So I set up multicam edit. So I basically take those two clips together and I make them into a multi-clip edit and then you put it into um, a different view window. Yeah. And if you just click the mouse, you go camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. He's talking, camera one. He's talking, camera two. And you'd play it in real time. So by hitting the L button, play, or space bar, play. If you hit the L button again, it goes times two. So you can edit. <laughs> you can edit times two. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to hear what they're saying because I've yeah. already done the show. I already know what's in it. Yeah. So I can edit it time two times the speed. Yeah. It's crazy. When I show people how I do it, they go, "That's fucking awesome." Because <laughs> like most most editors, awesome. no, they do. Because most of us editors, man, we edit interviews. Yeah. And we usually shot the interview. Yeah. And I call it a fishing expedition. I hate fishing expeditions when someone gives you a whole bunch of files that mean fuck all. Yeah. They've got no file naming convention. They've got no slate. No one mentioned what take it is. They just shot a whole bunch of shit and put it on a fucking card and go, can you help me? Right? <laughs> I hate that. It's yeah. called a fishing expedition. Yeah. It's very time consuming. And most editors have had to do a fishing expedition every here and there, right? Like, it happens. Just yeah. unavoidable sort of work. Yeah. And it's, it, it is, it's a drain on your psyche. Like, yeah, you get the eye twitch after a while. Like, this is Fuck fucking annoying. Sake. Yeah. Like, can't you? If you just named these one to ten, it'd, it'd be so, so much, much it, better. It, yeah, and then I synchronize the sound, which you could have named one to ten, and then you could have mentioned it in the film. This is take two of scene two. Yeah, just say it because I can hear it. I go, oh, put it in this bin. Scene two. 
There yeah. you go. Yeah. Sorted. No fishing. Yeah. But then you've got to go through it and go, look at the context of it. Look at the script of it. Go, yeah, so it's this bit. Yeah. No, nah, it's not nah, it's not that bit. Fuck. It's fishing expedition. Mm. All right? I fucking hate fishing expeditions. I like paint by numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening, cunts. Yeah. Slate your films. Slate your clips. But I'm saying, um, uh, yeah, most editors have to do what we call the talking head scenario. Ironically, this is where we're at, right? We're talking heads right now, right? Yes, we are. So it's talking head editing. So it's camera one, camera two, camera one. There may be a third camera involved, like maybe a two shot. I doubt it. No, but you know what I mean? You might have a two shot of us. Like I could set a camera up over there and have the two shot. On the uh, casting couch, what? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's a special camera. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that later on. Right. Yeah, yeah. We do the post-casting couch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I call it. We're going to play a little game. <laughs> we're going to shoot the jail scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> you think your head's shiny now? Wait until you see this baby oil, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just got gross. Yeah, we got really yeah. gross there. My head's shiny, but yeah, yeah. Fucking seriously, it's the shiniest. It's head the I've beauty. Ever seen. It's the most beautiful shiny head I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, blow it out your yeah, ass. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I. I um, most editors have to put up with the talking heads and when I show them how to multi-cam edit an uh, interview at two times speed they're like this is like blown away blown away they're like this is I'm going to do this every time Yeah, they always have this look on their face like I can't believe you've thought of this yeah. <laughs> okay, of course it's like, mind numb fucking editing you do it but there's edits there's edits out there that you get excited for I've, I've, and I've had some edits that I'm excited for lately and uh, you know action sequences. I've got to. I, I, I'm, I'm under embargo. Actually, I get to watch it tonight. Embargo. Embargo. Fucking embargo. Not embargo. 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 Oh. Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it. I mean, it's under oh, embargo. Embargo. It's embargo. I don't even know. Is that? Is that? Let's find out the etymology of embargo. How much time we got? Twelve fucking minutes, baby. We can do let's this. Do it. We can do it. Um, embargo. Um, yeah, I got to I got to cut um, A list actors. Yeah. So I got to do um, uh, I got to uh, Hugo Weaving, oh, Matthew wow. McConaughey. Wow. Um, not Chris Rock. Yeah, no, it was Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Um, yeah, there was a whole bunch of them. I, there were so many of them. Like I'm like, this is amazing. I get to legitimately cut these people into a you know media package. It was great. Yeah. Um, I think that's the first time, but maybe the maybe the second time I've cut A-listers like that. Maybe actually, I really need to think about that. Um, but um, it's such a good feeling, such an exciting edit. Yeah. Like you get up in the morning and do that edit. Yeah. Like the talking heads one. You're like, yeah, yeah no, no, it's not. fucking boring, man. I get to cut famous people in. Yeah, but the the talking heads one normally makes you some money. Usually it's for an organisation promoting something really nice, and that that's that's wonderful. Yeah, not this organisation. <laughs> we are totally promoting something nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but um, we'll figure it out at some point. Um, uh, no, embargo etymology. Embargo. Let's have a look. I think that says etymology. If you didn't know, Ross is blind. He needs glasses. He's doing this through Braille. Here we go. We'll see about that. Look at that. That's the sickest. 
Yeah, yeah, try to do that on a PC. Yeah. Can't be done. Can't be done. I just did a Zoom, kids, in case you're wondering. Can't be done. Can't be done. Fucking stuff your apple up your ass. Jesus. Sight. Oh, it really, really wouldn't matter if it was sideways or... Looks like it's Spanish. Embargo is Spanish. So it must be Latin. I think it's Latin. There you go. I've had enough of that question anyway. We've got to wrap it up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Toodaloo. Goodbye to you. I've, I've got a little bit of beer left, hopefully. Oh, no, I can't. You can't? No. Oh, uh, yeah, I can. Oh, let me pour some of this into here so, just so you can no, have a sip. No, 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 no. no. I just need to have a sip. Yeah, you don't want it? No. You want it or not? No. Yeah. How much is in there? I got none because I spilt the other one. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, but let me, let me just wrap up by saying once again, man, it's been absolutely. I'm so glad that you're in my life, bro. Um, I'm so glad that we get to do this together. Like, um, you've helped. You know, you've helped my show. Yeah. Um, you made me have some amazing experiences writing music and being in a band, man. I can't thank you enough. And and, and above all that, um, you're you're a top bloke and an awesome friend, man. So, fucking um, shut up. I'm gonna miss you, man. Yeah. I, I, I just want the world to know, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I know. Nothing wrong with that. Letting the audience know. But with that said, man, like, um, yeah, um, I hope you have a really good journey. I hope um, you get to start off what you want to start off because you, you're like that. What you're doing is something that. I would have done or my parents would have done like wild people do what you're doing to just wild they do you know, uproot wild but yeah. uprooting like that just uprooting and fucking going maybe crazy yeah crazy you need a little bit of crazy to do what you're doing man and and I know I know in my heart that you're gonna win bro and I yeah, can't I wait. fucking hope so yeah I? yeah you're gonna totally win at what you're doing yeah. man you've done the right you're doing the right thing for the right reasons and that's how come I know you're gonna win yeah that's how I come I know nah, um but yeah, um, uh, any final words before I kick you off the show? I love you. I love you too, bro. Yeah. All right, you've been watching The Pager Train. You can come and check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on iHeartRadio. Basically, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And hey, if you don't like listening to podcasts, you can come watch us on YouTube. And while you're there, don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. The Pager Train is back in business. I'm going to have more guests coming up soon. And you have been watching us and enjoying us. Don't forget to subscribe. Tick for notifications. And uh, yeah, don't forget to go to Maine the West this year. Subscribe. 4th of December. Subscribe. 4th of December. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> You've been watching the Page Train, and we'll see you next time. All right, man. That's the last show for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer, huh? Oh. That's all right, though. <laughs> the outtakes. <laughs>